Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bodega Border Group Podcast, Volume 77. I know it's been a while since we've had one of these, and uh, yeah, I'm glad to be back. Uh, well, I've been around uh, the whole time, but um, let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew podcast. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our website, bodegabordercrew.com, where we have a blog, we have product, we have other stuff. We'll be adding more stuff soon. Also, make sure to check out the track listing of this episode on your iTunes or whatever player you use to listen to the podcast, as well as uh, links about things that we're talking about. So yeah, it's been a little while uh, since we've done one of these, and it's good to get back into the flow. A big part of that was that we had our Vans Channel 66 show, which occupied our time uh, every month, and that has come to an end, sadly, but I want to first and foremost thank everyone at Vans, uh, specifically Justin and Jasmine for uh, really helping us out and putting this show on the air and doing the whole uh, channel. It was a lot of fun. And we got to interview some really great guests, and we got to work with DJ Mike C, which was really cool. For now, it's basically put on hold because they're, uh, the network is going down. April 1st will be, I think, their last day. It was an amazing project to be a part of, and I'm so thankful and grateful that they included me and Worm and uh, DJ Mike C in it. And it was just great, but that took up most of our time. And now that that's over with, we could go back to podcasting, which is great. Right now, we're gonna kind of get back into the flow over the next two, three weeks, I would say, and uh, expect a more regular schedule following the end of April. And uh, reason being for that is that it hasn't been officially announced, but the next Vans duct tape will be in Mexico uh, between April 20th and April 24th. And we'll be down for that, uh, doing interviews, doing some other stuff. And so a lot of our energy is going to be spent on that. But again, thanks for everyone who tuned in, who watched the show. It's a great experience. But now back to podcasting. So on this episode, this episode's all about contests. And contests have become a controversial subject lately because of what's been going on with the WSL. And as much as I'd like to get into that again, I'm kind of choosing not to um, do that this episode and really concentrate on two contests. One is the Gathering of the Tribes that was put together by the Doheny Longboard Association, which happened a couple weeks ago. I went down there, talked to some people about it, have a couple sound bites about that. The other one is a contest that we are sponsors of, which is the log jam that's happening down in Florida. So we sat down and talked to that crew about what the contest is about, how it started, all that kind of stuff. Also, this episode, I'm going to just be a little freeform with the music. And I mean, I hate using the word eclectic, but just kind of having fun. Luckily, we as a brand and me as a person are not tied down to one genre or one specific lifestyle, if you will. There's no black and white to me. It's it's very much shades of gray in this world. And so I like a lot of different things. And so with the music this episode, I think I'm going to focus on just putting up a bunch of random stuff that I like. And hopefully you dig too. So let's listen to some tracks, have some fun, and I'll be back in a little bit with uh, the people over at the Gathering of the Tribes. Peace. Like a sound you hear that lingers in your ear, but you can't forget from sundown to sunset. It's all in the air, you hear it everywhere. No matter what you do, it's gonna grab a hold on. 
Trick on 
Everybody's got their own kind of hope. Some people got dope. I've got a feeling for all the people in the world. Some people have all the luck. Some people always get stuck. Got a feeling for all the people in the world. Don't always do the things I should. In the meantime, I try to be good. I've got a feeling. Welcome back to Volume 77 of the Bodega Border Group Podcast. Hope you guys been enjoying the tracks. Like I said, I'm going to kind of mix it up, make it a little different. Just a bunch of random stuff I've been listening to over the last month or so. Uh, sometimes I wind up going into these little wormholes of like getting too much into one specific genre, one specific artist. And to break the mold, I'll just kind of do like a random shuffle on my library. And through that, I wind up getting into another wormhole so i just kind of wanted to put stuff out there to you guys that i've been listening to that i've been digging some of it's random some of it you might have heard some of you might not have but hopefully you enjoy it but let's do a little housekeeping this is the bodega border crew podcast make sure to check us out on instagram at bodega border crew make sure to check out our website bodegabordercrew.com where we have merch we have a blog 
We have action items. We have a bunch of other stuff. Also, make sure to check out this episode description on your iTunes player or player of choice for full track listings and links to things that we're talking about. So this first segment uh, is about the Gathering of the Tribes uh, contest that happened down at church uh, a couple of weeks ago. If you don't know, the Coalition of Surfing is a bunch of surf clubs, uh, mostly in California. There's some in Hawaii uh, that are all associated, that work together to put on events. This one is put on by the Doheny Longboard Surf Association, which is uh, right here in my backyard. And it's regarded as being the biggest best contest of the coalition series uh just because everyone comes to it the msa uh bay cities uh, long beach surf club santa cruz a bunch of places you've never heard of and hope ranch is another one and it's really cool to go to these events if they happen to be near you uh not only to see the surfing but just see what the surf culture is really about when it comes to the longboard scene most of these people have been in these clubs since they've been infants you know pretty much their parents have been in them they're generational you know surf clubs are like as an example the san onofre surf club is one of the oldest surf clubs in the world and all the people that have gone through that club are some of the most amazing surfers in history so i figured i'd go down there just talk to a couple of people get their insight on it you know i'm not here about who's winning who's losing it's more about what's the vibe uh so here's a couple of our friends and uh hope you enjoy so I'm here with Mr. Uh, Christian Stutzman. That's the one. Uh, Bay Cities. Yes. Okay, so you're a member of the Bay Cities. I am, yes. Okay, and then who is it? Who's up, who else is in the club? Oh gosh. Uh, well, first of all, your lovely wife. Yes, Congratulations. My new These wife. are the newlyweds. Yes, Morgan Slith, my wife now. She's in the club. Is that weird to say, or like? It's. I'm starting to get used to it, but it's it's taken a minute you know it's funny though like i've always pictured like i always pictured you guys like as being married like always in my head like i'm like oh they're married like it's fine well, i mean we pretty much i mean we've been <laughs> acting like it for so long but it's just the terms yeah so i keep saying my fee my wife <laughs> you're like in the middle <laughs> yeah so yeah um, you surf your first heat i did first heat of the whole contest and you got right as usual first of course <laughs> of course um when are you surfing again 3 30. 3 oh okay. so you gotta wait i got a while and there's gonna be wind on it a little uh, hopefully not no, too bad. Not I don't think bad. it's supposed to get too bad today, but no, no, not mm-hmm. too crazy. So, um, how many years have you been doing co- coalition contests? Coalition contests, probably like six or seven, maybe eight. Okay. And how many times have you done the tribes? Tribes, probably, probably a good five or six times. So, what's your favorite memory of this event for you? Ooh. I think honestly, my favorite memory is probably there was maybe like three years ago surfing here and it was not even serving the contest it was the free surf zone was like had no one out and it was basically breaking like, where was first that point over there? yeah just right over oh, there where we surf all the time yeah like proper churches like the inside yeah, yeah. where the actual cross is yeah and it was it was like me and tommy coleman and it was two to three foot and it was honestly breaking like first point Nisa. it was so fun wait so like two three years ago i think it was yeah maybe yeah that's when we had around. a good- Two, two years ago and the last year and the winter before that, we're like, we're on here. Yep. So yeah, that's what I'm picturing in my head. Um, what about the coalition contest do you like most? Because you've done WSL events, you've done uh-huh. all different kinds of events. What do you like most about these kind of events? I just love the fact that it's less pressure and it's more of like, I when I go out in the heat, it's more of surfing with my friends. 
and I feel like okay. there's such a good, and at least in my division, I know you know other divisions no, might differ. No, you guys but, are all friends. Yeah. yeah, but like everyone is super respectful, and everyone's like cheering each other on. It's rare, I think, to have a contest with this amount of talent, and everyone's like calling you into good ways, and you're calling in other people to good ways, and you're splitting ways with people. It's yeah. just I like that aspect of it more than I like actually surfing the contest itself. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it is more of a, ga I mean, it's a gathering of the tribes, right? It's like, yeah. that's, a, that's the best way to put it. I mean, they named it right. Um, and I think it's great seeing all these surf clubs too, because a lot of people like, because Bay City Surf Club was like, was, didn't they stop doing it for a little while and then doing it again? They were like, back in the day, they were a huge part of the coalition and then they stopped for Gosh, I'm sure someone else knows the history better than this, but at least like a while, like a, more than a few years, and then they just came back, started doing the coalition contest again last year. Who who initiated the restart? Uh, Sean O'Brien. Okay. So uh. he's our president now, and he is the one that kind of. I mean, there was more than just him, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. He was the guy who became president and really kind of got people to come back in the competition mode and going back into actually like the the coalition contest and doing them officially. Yeah, and he was a big part of like the stuff they're doing with the hot dogger too, right? Exactly. He's yeah. the one who put that on. Him yes. And, uh, oh gosh, I'm blanking right now. But yes, there's, he was one of the people who put on the hot dogger. Who are some of the people in your um, club that you think are like, well, you, it's like naming the favorite kid, but <laughs> yeah. um, who do you want to like say like, hey, look, favorite or like want to give a shout out to? I don't know, I mean... This is a cue for you to mention your wife because it's a really bad luck if you well, don't mention your wife. Yes, I know. <laughs> Obviously, Morgan. I'm like setting him up. Yes. What? I don't even hear anything. <laughs> In all essence, Morgan, Morgan Fliff is my favorite surfer. And I absolutely love watching her surf. So, of course, Morgan Fliff is my number one out of the club. Is Hudson in your... He is not. Okay, he's not. He is not. Okay. At least at this present moment, as far as I know. Um, although he would be up there as well. He surfed really well today and he so, saw that. So there's something I have a bone to pick with you, and I gotta be honest about it. Yes. Where is the paella pan? <laughs> because I told you this last time I interviewed I know. you. I know. That you should be doing this at the contest. You make a little side cash. It's for you guys. Save it's up true. for a house. This is true. how you do it. I know. Make a little side hustle. It's a shame. Well, <laughs> the thing is, is I had to park it Mecca over at Sano and walk all the way up. Oh wait, so you guys, why didn't you go over here? I was gonna go do that, but then there was a, a wait to get in oh, so a little parking. bit, and I was like, I could probably get in Sano quicker and be here, and I actually got here faster than I think the people I, who parked yeah, over there. Yeah, probably, yeah. And I figured, it's just, I didn't have to pay 20 bucks, that's pass. Yeah. Easy. But I did not want to lug all of that paella equipment all the way down here. That's a big pan, it's and big propane. to be honest, I got back from my wedding on Wednesday, it's now Saturday. Oh, yeah. I didn't, yeah, didn't you, have the brain capacity need, to plan that. You need a little bit of chill. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're here. It's good to always see you guys. Yeah. Congratulations on the nuptials. Thank you. And uh, have a good heat. Thank you. Okay, I'm here with uh, Miss Michaela Smith, and you are in the Oceanside Surf Club, correct? Oceanside Surf Club. And um, how, how long? I've been in the Oceanside Club since I was eight years old. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like a little one. Like a little, little, little girl me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been a good run. One thing with coalition competitions that I always kind of cherished was kind of staying loyal to your club, and they had my back at a young age. Oh, when I couldn't awesome. get into other clubs because it's difficult because they can only send like two um, kids per division usually. Oh, that's and tough. And with 10 of us 
Grom Shredders growing up at Dana Point, you know, we all had to kind of split up and <laughs> make a decision and... Did you guys like sit in a room and roll dice? <laughs> <laughs> Basically they felt that way. Like by the way, Game of Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. like, alright, I got a five, I'm going to this club. <laughs> I mean, that, that was way so we didn't have to compete, so we could compete against each other, so it wasn't competing for those two spots and then getting fights with your best friend about it. Um, but yeah, it's been great. Yeah, you guys are rolling deep, like you got Kai, you got V, Swarna, yep. um, which is pretty awesome. And you got some of the some of the legends. You got Michael. You got Michael. You got L.J. Richards. Sick. <laughs> uh, what? So, how many years have I mean? You've been in the coalition. Uh, I'm sorry, on the, in the Oceanside Surf Club since you've been eight. But how many years have you done this event? Um, I probably say every year since then. Jesus. There's been a couple in between, obviously with the pandemic and some other like weather issues we've had in the past, but. Uh -huh basically every year. And what's your favorite memory of this event? <laughs> Honestly, the chili dogs. <laughs> or like the hamburgers, but this year they're only doing, you know, we're, we're doing some budget cuts, so we're li limited to one meal. <laughs> oh no. They just gave us a breakfast burrito, but I mean, as a kid, that was just kind of like such a classic, like these guys like slaving with their little projection line, like making food for us all day, like, and then, yeasting in your wetsuit all day and just wait for your burger. <laughs> it was like classic. It's like Costco burger, but you love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, no, no, dude, the, the setting will change the taste of food any day. Oh, yeah. Right? Especially all the way up here. Um, who are, like, because, you know, obviously with the pandemic, we haven't had this for a little bit. Who are some of the people that you've seen today that you haven't seen in a while that you're excited about seeing? Yeah. I mean, um, I'm sure there's people you don't want to see, but we won't talk about them. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people, honestly, pretty much almost everyone here I haven't seen in so long. So it's just great to be, I mean, being part of a club for since I was just a little kid, you know, I grew up with all these people. So they're like aunties and uncles to me and from all the clubs too, because yeah. we've, we've all evolved together. So it's just kind of fun to be in that family oriented environment with everyone again. Yeah, and your mom, mom and dad's here. Yeah, mom and dad's here. Ocean mama. Uh, Ocean mama one, shout out. <laughs> mad respect, <laughs> hashtag. Oh yeah. Hashtag but, mad respect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just cool to see that everyone travels from all over, even with our gas prices, they're still coming down to hang out no, with us. Look, you know what? This, uh, the joy that you get from surfing and seeing your friends and surfing with your friends is, I. I think that gas could be a gazillion dollars when people still do it. I know, I certainly, I mean, maybe not a gazillion dollars, but yeah. figure out a way to do it. Um, and you haven't surfed your heat yet? No. Who are you I'm, surfing with? Um, pretty much the same people I've surfed with like <laughs> in who's this in event forever. Um, <laughs> Stephanie Schechter, uh -huh. homegirl, and um, I can't remember who else is in my heat, but it's funny, or I think Frankie Seely is in my heat as well, uh -huh. but it's funny, like I was reading the heat chits and like, same thing, we've all been a part of this for so long, and I'm like, this. I've literally had this heat before when I was 12 with the was same girls. Was it like girls. deja vu? You're yeah. like, wait, wait, wait a second. Same girl, what year is in it? the north side, negative low tide, super drain, little onshore, same group of girls. <laughs> you're like Got burgers on the beach, you know? You're like, nothing's changed. <laughs> nothing's changed. I was thinking about that driving in yesterday, I'm like, this is so funny. But I mean, that's the best part but of it. Yeah, that's kind of what keeps everyone coming back. It's just fun. Yeah. It's good times. Good times. Yeah. Well, thanks for sitting down and uh, having fun in your heat and yeah. being you. So I'm here with uh, Morgan Sliff, newlywed, or have you changed your name? I, I have not changed my name, okay. actually. I'm it's always keeping, like a debatable uh, topic. I know, I'm keeping the Sliff. You should, so. you should. Yeah. I told my wife to keep her name and she wouldn't do it. And I was like, actually, oh, she changed it? I was pissed at her about it. Ah! You were mad at her. No, because like I'm all about like, like why 
like, why do you need to do that? Right, right, right. Like, I'm like, kind of, it's like BS. Like, yeah, um, I don't know, to each their own. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm still slick. How does it feel? It feels amazing. Yeah. It's just everything, like, it was, wedding was, like, the best week of my life, but I just plan to continue having more best weeks of my life, so. I was telling Christian, like, I've always just, like, in the last couple years, I've just always thought of you guys as being married. Aww. Like, I was always just like, I was like, oh, I was like, no, they're, like, married, like, it's fine. Aww. And then I was like, oh, it didn't happen yet. Oh, got it. No, he's <laughs> just, like, absolutely my perfect person. No, he's so awesome. We have so much fun together, <laughs> yeah. And you guys are skating, to, uh, sorry, surfing together for Bay City? We are, yeah. yes. So when, uh, when Bay City is kind of, like, came up uh, came up from the dust a little bit after just being I guess inactive for a little while I was like had to jump back to the hometown club I've been kind of uh, I've been in and out of uh, Doheny for oh, is that over what you a were? decade okay. yeah so like actually a little over yeah more than a decade like 14 years or so and um, I love Doheny so much and they will always be family but they're they're basically like my second club right now yeah or not my second club but like you know just family club now, how how many years have you done this event? Uh, this event, yes, yeah, it's, it's gotta be like, um, yes, maybe thirteen. Oh wow! I think around wow. then, if I'm doing my math, okay, I don't know, I'm a little that's sleepy a lot. today. So. No, that's good. Um, what's your favorite memory of this event? Out of, oh. I mean, you've done thirteen. I mean, there's gotta be a well, lot to choose from. So there was one year when the gathering of the tribes was canceled, and then they pulled it into Gathering of the Tribes in Belzey event. So it was a coalition event. Over there? Uh, yeah, at, uh, at Doheny, at Boneyard. And it was the best day ever, the best waves ever. And that's actually where I met Christian. That's oh, the day. So, all right, well, there, well that's, that's the memory. Well, okay, that's, that's part of it. That's the I met Christian, but we both ended up uh, winning our divisions and we both got perfect tens in the contest. Oh, so that's, so, yeah. I mean, that's like a sign from the heavens, like, you guys should be together. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? So, like, this event hasn't happened for a year or two because of the the pandemic. What? Like, who are some of the people that like you haven't seen in a while that you were excited to see again? RJ, Wendy, Mark, and Debbie. Like the Doheny fam. Oh my gosh, I've missed them so much. Um, so it's been so nice to just like see some familiar but like kind of long lost faces. Yeah. yeah. And you surfed your heat. How was it? Um, I personally you can was be a honest. little slow. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't doing that great out there. I've, uh, I just came back from Mexico and surfing lefts for two and a half oh, weeks. Jesus. Uh, so that was the first right I've caught in a very long time. And, um, oh yeah. Switching I, your brain back is tough. Yeah, it's it tough. really was. No, I, I haven't gone right in like, yeah, a very long time, but I just heard that I made it through. So, uh, so there's that. I know you surf at like three or something again. I surf around four, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh-huh. Where, so, where do you guys stay down here? We stay at Christian's mom's. Oh, and now, okay. And now my mom. Oh, I know, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we stay, we stay in Oceanside. Oh, that's so. awesome. So you're not that far. No, no, we're like 15 minutes, yeah. Um, and what's, uh, what's the thing that got you most excited about coming out and surfing here today? Uh, coming out and surfing here today, just honestly seeing everyone. Yeah, just seeing like a lot of people that we haven't seen in a very long time. No, so. which, I mean, that's like 90% of this, right? Isn't yeah, it? Like, that's, kinda awesome. that's what it is, right? Well, awesome. Have uh, fun in the rest of the contest. And thanks for uh, hanging out. Thank you. So I'm here with uh, Beth O'Rourke with uh, the MSA. Um, so how long have you been a member of the uh, MSA? See, probably about 10 years now. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Former president, team captain, participant. Um, you surf 
your heat already? Yeah, I served my first heat at seven this morning. Oh, it was Jesus. the first so, heat in the water. Oh my gosh. Yep. So you got the good ways, or no, it was still it was a still low bed? So it was pretty high and you had to be really selective. There was uh, a there was a left peak and a right peak. So at this contest they run two peaks at church here. There's a north peak and there's a south peak. Uh -huh. So you get you get double the fun. Which one did you surf the north? I surfed the north this morning, but for my rapid charge heat, because I got second, I'll be surfing the south peak, which kind of that right is a higher scoring wave because it runs down the point further. That one over there. Correct. What about yeah. the, the... And we're looking to the right towards Santa. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, how many years have you done this event? Uh, probably this is my at least 12th year. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And all with MSA? Yeah. Oh, wow. Or tw maybe, I don't know. Like, I came to this event when I lived in San Francisco. Oh, okay. And I served for Pedro Point then. Okay. So, I mean, it was kind of before that. It's been a long time. Wow. I mean, I've been doing contests for like 25 years. Jesus. Yeah. What's your favorite memory of this event for you? Oh, there's so many good memories. Well, because we're literally down at the beach. You have to hike into here for two days. Yeah. And they serve food. And you see everybody. I've heard about the famous chili dogs. <laughs> you'll also, yeah, you'll also literally hear about them later when people like start ripping. No, there's some some people who've been here for like who've come to 10, 15 of these events, and they keep on bringing up these uh, chili dogs. Really? It must be a bunch of dudes, old guys. No, it's not. It's young, young people. No, it's girls. Don't, don't, I don't want to riff on that at no, all. No, you, no. Well, it's not too obvious. All right, yes. So this contest is a really special contest because it's so isolated. Uh -huh. Like, and you can't drive in here. So everybody is here all day. You're, there's no, like, really in and out stuff going yeah. on. Unless you have a bike to go up the cliff to yeah. your car. It's just everybody's settled in, hunkered down. Mm -hmm. You know, you can hear the generator in the background. They're making grinds or breakfast and lunch. And then, you know, of course, you get the waves here that, you know, are kind of world-renowned. You know, you're just below trestles. You're just above San Onofre. Yeah. You have these, like, perfect cobblestone peeling waves that, you know, people have been surfing since, you know, the end of, like, World War II. Yeah. Or discovered at that time. I mean, of course, um, yeah. indigenous people knew all about this place. It was known as uh, Panhe and it was uh, the Achaman tribe that, in, that inhabited this area, and they still actually um, are, yeah, are active do, in the area. Yeah, they do an event actually around this time of year, around the spring solstice, yeah. at the campground up there, mm -hmm. which is yep. pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool Like if you're a surfer to understand like the history of where you're surfing yeah. and, and just have respect for it and read about it yeah. and just know that you know this thing that we're doing right now is is relatively new in contrast to how long they've been using the land and you know the fact that this is their land yeah this is kind of like a pebble in the wall this time yeah which is like kind of cool i don't know what that means but i like that yeah it's like small it's yeah like a small thing and then yeah. it is oh in the time space continuum that's what i mean yeah absolutely See, right we're just i'm, I'm not too much of a dummy <laughs> right what, what is no but there's that saying that like your lifespan in the in the continuum of like how long the world has been happening and how long it will go for yeah it's like it's barely um like fits on the head of a pin oh yeah it's like nothing it's nothing yeah. like it's yeah but but at the same time all right bye kira i love you um kira just killed her heat um her boyfriend got bit in the hand by a dog so they have to go to the hospital now are they gonna put the dog down 
Yes. No, probably not. <laughs> probably, probably not. Bad, bad cat person Billy's jokes. just gonna come back later and choke the dog out and kill himself. <laughs> like put a fucking is the dog in an arm bar? Yeah, a totally. Paul bar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He'll just chop the dog's legs off and they'll have to put it on one of those four wheel things and drag it around for the rest of his life. <laughs> Poor dog, what happened? I bit someone. Yeah. This is my this is my It's an eye for an eye. It's it's Quranic law these days at the beach for dogs. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so about this contest, yeah. um, it's run by Doheny Surf Club. Yeah. And they're, of course, you know, a local club. And uh, right now the president is RJ Hervey. He's been a member forever. He's an insane surfer, goofy foot. But this this is our family. This is literally our family. All the crap that's going on in, in like the quote unquote, like, you know, professional surfing world. Yeah. None of that penetrates this because this is. The coalition of surfing clubs is what this is yeah. and we're all bonded and we're all here to support each other and there's there's competition there's very healthy friendly competition but this is actually what longboarding is about do you think generations of people right here do you think the competition is like you mentioned friendly competition do you mm -hmm. think it's more of like on the friendly competition like a competition of like hey we're pushing each other in progression versus like i want to get a better score than you absolutely because what i mean what i do because i'm pretty much an old person now <laughs> is i sit here with the kids and i'm like okay do you see where they're surfing look at the waves make sure you feel confident about what your lineup is on the shore right yeah and the wave count is you get four waves and they only score two so oh, yeah I didn't know that. yeah so you have to have a strategy Oh, right. Wow. You can't back paddle people. There's rules to the contest and you have to just be smooth and complete your waves. So so there's there's teaching, there's learning and there's generations of people here. There's the Groms, right? Yeah. The little micro Groms. And then there's like we have the Legends division, which is like 80 plus, which is amazing, which is amazing. So what you have here is just a cross section of basically mostly California and Hawaiian surf culture right here at the beach right now. Well, it's, I didn't even think about it. The fact, like what you were talking about, like how you're like with the, with the younger um, crew, you're like looking out and, and telling them, oh. hey, look at the wave, blah, blah. There's all this knowledge that's being passed down. That's Always. like kind of like- And stories, and we're creating memories right now. Yeah. Yeah, and we talk about old memories. Which is cool. Yeah, and we, we actually like really talk about people who aren't here, who have fallen ill, or we've lost yeah. in the last few years. And you get to have that moment of, you know, remembering the good times and honoring their life. Yeah. And and in the best possible way because you're around people that, you know, we all have so much mutual love and respect for each other that it's like it's it's extremely healing. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. Um for someone that would want to get involved in these types of events, what's the 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 avenue to do it for someone that didn't know? Sure. So what you'd want to do is check out your, go to the Coalition of Surfing Clubs. Uh -huh. You can look that up online Okay. with whatever search engine you want. I heard DuckDuckGo is off because uh, right <laughs> hit, the right-wing media hates them. What about Excite? Even though, whatever. I know. I read the New York Times too much. You can use Excite. You can use Bing. Bing's Bing. a good one. <laughs> How about Alta Vista? Do Alta they still Vista. have that? There's, wasn't that the, the um, search engine that the town next to Pawnee used, wasn't that the joke? Oh my god. And Parks and Rec? You're, like, weren't they like, they yeah. were like, oh, they use Alta Vista and like they're- By the way, this is the part in, in your podcast where like all the audience falls off and there's no, no, no listening no, after no, this. No, no, this is what they come to listen. They don't come to listen to surf shit. I know. Who wants so, so if you want to, okay, just to reframe the question, if you want to get involved yeah. in 
a local surf club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And kind of like also these local surf clubs, we also do things for the community. Right. We directly give back to the community all the time. Right. That's part of our mission is community service. Um, go find out coalition of surf clubs, find out which club is close to you and reach out reach out to anyone there there's usually a uh, or you can hit them up on you know slide into the dms on instagram slide into the dms yeah the yeah and then what usually happens is you go through kind of like um a period of time when there's an evaluation about you is know that how, how you guys do it um it depends like it fluctuates for each president but usually you have to be somebody in good standing with the community and also you know, you don't have to learn how to surf. We have intra clubs, so you can learn how to surf. Oh, which is cool. Yes, but you can't be on the comp team yet. Right. So if you want to do comps, that's so it's like cool, working... but you don't have to be a surfer. That's the great part. Oh, okay. You can just love surfing and show up to the events. You can yeah. be a team captain and not even surf. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Oh. You don't even have to do that. You can just be part of the club and be part of the more the community part of it ah. and not the comp, not the competitive part. Oh, see, that's cool. Or you can do both and yeah. drive yourself nuts. Yeah, that's what I did. I'm, yeah, I'm not a competitive person. I'm nuts so anyway, so whatever. But yeah, so it doesn't um, work for me. Yeah, so we are just geared that way. Like you can take, like go to city council meetings, like when dealing with the Malibu estuary. Right. Right, and dealing with all the erosion that's happening you go to city council meetings yeah. and you talk to city council about that getting the skate park built in malibu cleaning up the beach getting the lot to smell less like urine and less people living there yeah. you know like you just have to um be a part of that community and 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 get to know your council members so surf clubs are probably one of the best ways as people who love surfing whether they're good or not to engage within that surf community yeah yeah i mean it's it's pretty much like there's so many different things you can do if you care about your beat your local beach Which and your, your 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 local surf club you can organize a beach cleanup you can do stuff like that so you all walks of life Which are welcome cool. yeah awesome well uh thanks for sitting down um you made your heat or no Yes, I made it through somehow, and uh, I'll be surfing again at one o'clock. That's right. Oh, so you gotta stay all day. Well, yeah. uh, I'm here with uh, Mr. Kai Takeyama. How you doing? You. How's it going? And we're at the gathering of the tribes. Yes, this is like my eighth year doing this. Oh, it is. <laughs> Something like that. So for people that don't know, like if you just stumbled upon the podcast, you had no idea. What is the gathering of the tribes? Uh, the gathering of the tribes is a coalition event put on by the Doheny Surfing Club. Uh, basically, all the clubs from, like, you name it, from La Jolla to Santa Cruz come down and they compete. All California clubs, break. right? All California clubs, yeah. yeah. When you get to, like, MSA, you can bring over, like, Hawaii, yeah. you know, but it's pretty much all California, yeah. And you're surfing for the Oceanside Club. Yeah, that's for it, the that's Oceanside it, yeah. Longboard Club. And so it's like... So name some of the like all stars, the all star, the longboard celebrities of your club. Oh my gosh, <laughs> are you kidding me? My club's got. Well, first of all, your dad, right? My father. <laughs> I mean, if you didn't mention your dad first, you'd look like an asshole. Yeah, so I know, you, right? you better you. do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got my dad. Uh, we had got Kevin Scarvarna, Vidar Gonda, we have Andy Neblis, Michaela Smith, we got Avalon Gall. Uh, we got a couple little cheat competitors we got like sasha kauhane from hawaii over here right now oh so those are your like basically like your ringers there's like a couple weird little ringers yeah like some sneakers. sneakers like you sneaked in yeah. some people i like <laughs> that that's kind of cool hey that's what uh and has been doing forever we so like fuck it we might as well follow through right right yeah 
No, but it's super fun. Um, Two-day event. Tomorrow's going to be, you know, substantially better than today. Yeah, yeah, it looks like. I mean, we haven't had waves. Now, you made it through your first Do you have to surf again today or no? Yeah, I got to surf again today at around 4 p.m. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm excited. You know, my first heat was kind of crummy. Yeah. You know, in terms of waves, but it just looks like it's getting better and better. And I'm pretty excited to watch my friends surf too. That's actually what I like a lot about. Well, I was going to say know? what, like, that's kind of the awesome thing about these events, right? You get to see all these people from all the clubs, some people that you don't get to surf with on a regular basis, surf in person. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Sure. Who are some of the people that like, like who you haven't seen in a while that you've seen here? Ooh, actually there's a big one. I haven't seen Hudson Ritchie since. Oh, is he a Bayside? Like Noosa a long time ago. I, but I, he just showed up today and he was in the heat and I thought it was super sick. Um, but it's crazy, like with COVID and stuff, normally I'm used to seeing all these people every other month, but there just hasn't been much going on over the past couple of years. So I'm seeing everybody, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But in terms of surfing, uh, I yeah, seeing guys from out of the area, like Hudson cruise down after like years of not surfing with them. Yeah. I think that's really cool. But even you got guys like, I don't surf with like Jackson O'Connor every day or Ricky Cunningham. Like that's pretty well, rad stuff. Well, I was going to say, that's kind of the cool thing. I mean, most of us. Like, I surf we, with Pete and Kevin all the time. Yeah, right? well, I was going to say, we have our crews, right? Yeah. Like we're basically like our crews based on our spot. Like, yeah. okay, like we got our church crew. We got our Sano totally. crew. I kind of got a pretty big crew because I surf all like Sano, church, and Oceanside all the time. You know Yeah, what you I mean? like to use gas. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Six bucks. What is like your favorite memory from, you said you did this for eight years. What is your favorite memory from Oh, man. And there was such a cool time like when I was a Grom uh, I would compete with it'd be like me River Covey Kevin Scrivarda you know what I mean yeah. and like I haven't seen River in a while I saw River before my heat today what and club's he in? I don't maybe Long Beach Long if Beach. I remember okay. he could be in Long Beach um, but I don't know it's just cool you know it's like I'll surf with somebody out here when I'm 12 in the heat and now I'm 23 it definitely has been eight years. It's been like it make you feel 10 old? or 12. It makes me feel old, <laughs> It's crazy. I'm like twice your age and you're like, oh, I feel old. I'm yeah. like, fuck off. But it's cool though. I mean, like I've been surfing with River since middle school. Yeah. In I terms mean, of like competitive surfing. Yeah. And I, I'm surfing against the same people today. And I'm my 20s <laughs> it's kind of awesome and i think i'll still be surfing against in my 50s too you know what I'm no i mean think about it. a lot of the people who are in that like 40 and over division like they're they're like you guys 20 years from oh, now that's right the coolest division right like, all, all the you know my dad's got his rivals and stuff but i mean frick it's like Derek erickson my dad mike myers i love that division now it's cool know? so i mean it's awesome because it's like they all of a sudden turn into little kids again yeah. right but it's crazy like the, the people i look up to are like in their late 30s and 40s now yeah, yeah. so like growing up I'm like oh man oh they I'm were like the 13 like... and under i can't wait to watch the 20 year olds and the 30 year olds <laughs> and now it's like dude joel's 40 like you know what i'm we're saying getting, look we're getting up there we're cl- it's scary then, when you're closer to 50 than 40 probably uh, yeah but but regardless though it's like i don't want to call them old because they all rip but it's like you know, Noah and Brennan are maybe in their late 30s, 40s. Yeah. They're like my favorite surfers. Yeah. I grew up watching them surf. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, um, But that's something cool about the events. You just got to think back to like what you were looking at when you were originally doing them, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because obviously there's so many bigger, like there's a lot of bigger venues and other stuff in the world that you could go to but this is where it all really started for me and a lot of other people yeah this is where you guys started cutting your teeth well i was gonna say too i mean the thing is like this event what's amazing and in coalition events in general is that they're really for me 
the soul of longboarding, yeah. right? Like this is really like the true the longboard tour. Yeah, they I got mean, it more right than the yeah. WSL. <laughs> well, yeah, the, we know what's going on with the WSL. That's my take, by the way. No, That's no. not his. <laughs> no, no, it could be mine. I don't, I don't fucking care. Right. I don't. I don't care. My wife's like, oh, they're not going to invite you to another event. I was like. The and what's the, the what's the point? <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm good. Here's oh, the sick. We got spots. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This contest to be at. No, but I think it's great too. I mean, look, there, I think there's a place for those kind of contests in some form. And even at the time when the relic came out, there's a space for that. Sure. But I, that's what's the beauty of like this event. This event is like really like more family oriented. Yeah. Like I'm looking at all the tents and like what if people have never been to one of these kind of events, like it's amazing because it's like there's families that are going to be hunkered down here for two days straight. Exactly. Win or lose, it's not about that. No one's running home because they lost the heat. Totally. Like that's the coolest part about this situation. Yeah. Uh, which I think is really cool. And you guys, this is like the energy that you're bringing, for lack of a better term, Meta, I call it meta modern logboarding. It's basically like it's not high pro, like it's it's oh totally it's to the essence, but like yeah. you know stuff like your dad's doing with shaping is like very yeah. modern. So I think it's like you guys with events like this are just doing amazing things. So yeah, for sure. So who who's who do you who do you need to beat? Who do I gotta beat? Who do you gotta beat? Oh man, I'm gonna smoke Veed. That's for oh, sure. Oh, you're an asshole. <laughs> Come on, no, no, I so, can say that. No, no. So I'm gonna tell him. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's, he's. You know what? The honest. This is more like a PSA. All these people, like, I'm in this meeting. They're talking about, oh, you gotta sell yourselves. This and that. Dude, I'm gonna start cutting wrestling promos in these interviews, man. You should. Could you imagine if I was Randy Macho Man savaging people you instead should. of being like humble every interview? No, no, they should. Get some personality. Yeah, but that here's the thing. So would here's you be? An idea. <laughs> would you be like a Hogan or would you be like a like a Savage? I'd be like a. Or like Steve who? Austin. Oh, oh, like straight up. Oh, like that, that kind of shit. Or um, I'd have like, I'd have like four different gimmicks, like Mick Foley or something, you know. Where it's like depending on the mood. You yeah. Have, you're like, oh, yeah, it's like the, the dude loving the mankind and yeah. Cactus Jack. I'm a big wrestling fan. Dude, wrestling has gotten so fucking. <laughs> My dad weird. look at him. He's like Rikishi. You, you remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude, wrestling has gotten so fucking weird. Oh, wrestling's lame now. Actually, uh, just this, weird. This, like, this yeah, recorded. no, I don't care yeah. about this. Like, I actually this is like. This kind of cool. No, like wrestling. Like, so we started. Wa I watched as a kid. So like, I'm 47. Hulkamania. Oh yeah. Yeah, like all that, right? Like, oh. the Legion of Doom is my favorite tag oh, team. Awesome. Like this. Yeah. So like, I stopped watching it obviously for like 20 something years. For sure. And then randomly, I started watching it, and I'm watching these gimmicks, and I'm like. What the fuck no, no, is no. this, so dude? Some, the, the problem right now is that all these wrestlers are just themselves, and they don't run gimmicks. Well, know? no, no. The, the best thing ever was, so I guess there was a match between The Fiend and Randy Orton, right? Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. Let, And I think so, The Fiend is a good gimmick. Great gimmick. Yeah. But the thing that was funny is, like, I was... I didn't even know they had wrestled this, like, fire match, right? I had yeah. no idea. The fireball match. And then on ESPN, the next day on radio, because I had listened to that sometimes on my way to, to the church, all of a sudden they are like, they're, it's a sports radio show, and they're like, "Hey, did you guys see that guy get murdered on TV last night?" And I'm like, "What the <laughs> fuck are they talking about?" And they go into yeah. this, and they're selling it on ESPN. Like That's they're like, cool. "Oh my God, this guy got lit on fire. <laughs> he died. I can't believe no nobody called the yeah. cops." And I was like, yeah. "Okay, sorry." I was like, <laughs> "Okay," I was like, "This has gotten so ridiculous now." Like, yeah. When the Undertaker came out, I was like. All right, I sort of can, like, I can buy him coming from under the the, the ring. Well, that's a good gimmick. That's a good gimmick. But now it's He's like, your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler. Dude, yeah. but now it's like these gimmicks. Like, I'm like, you guys can't decide yeah. what you want to do. Like, like my wife even watches it. She's like, okay, so 
I don't know what these, like a tag team came on. She's like, I don't even know what the, what are they? Like, yeah. I was like, I have no clue. So here's my take. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a hot take. Yeah, I want a hot take. I want I'm a... not like a new wrestling fan. I've been like, like wild Samoans. I love oh, yeah. like so King you Kong, like... Bundy, and George, since like George the Animal Steel. You know what I mean? See, that's my area. Yeah, yeah. I'm legit, till now even. Um, you know, I watch a lot, because I'm, 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 I really fight. Yeah, yeah. I watch a lot of UFC because I could appreciate it and learn stuff. You know what I mean? But I still have such a love for wrestling. And first of all, actually, the reason why I brought that up is because in this talk or whatever, they were talking about selling whatever. They have storylines for like the shortboards and whatnot. It's like, I, I think people got to be more entertaining than, you know, the same cookie cutter after post heat but, but here's the, no, no, but here's the thing. So this is the funny thing. Okay, let me just say something. Oh my God, that's my old board. Holy shit! You miss it. <laughs> I miss. So I miss the. I miss. I miss the resin job because it has a Gucci stripe. Comment. Oh, gotcha. You. you see that? He's yeah, carrying it. Yeah. Like that, I miss. The board itself, not so much. Got you. But like, I love. Like, I remember getting that board. I was like, oh, I want a Gucci stripe, and I wanted to be opaque tan, <laughs> like my mom's like old like purse. Yeah, that's, that's funny. That's so crazy. Um, the thing is, that's like funny about that storytelling thing, and it's something that like I've met people who've worked the video department at WSL, yeah. who got fired because this because they would tell, hey, how you sell a product is not scores or maneuvers, it's, it's a story, right? Maneuvers. And they were it's saying that. The thing that's funny is that all of you have a much more interesting stories to tell than any kid who's being coached by his dad through the CT, uh, yeah. through the QS system, and that's the thing that annoys me with the WSL. I'm like. Do the fucking work. Like, just put a camera and come, you, you know what a come perfect, to Sano for a fucking hour and exactly. you get all the B-roll you fucking need. You know what a perfect um, example of what works is? That first Jose Cuervo event at the Wave Pool. Not not like the last one they had, but the the other Wave Pool event, you know what I'm talking about? Like that yeah, the one that was like an invitational. It was like that 10 the... video that they made for that in the live webcast or whatever, it was so atrocious. Horrible. Nobody wanted to watch it. It was like a 45-minute well, long ad. Because they were making up fake stories. But you know what was pretty sick and got good feedback? Vlog wraps behind the scenes. Yeah. Because he films everybody, how they actually are, what's going on, and it's entertaining. And well, no, that's what people want to see. I mean, I think the thing is, like, when they had the... One thing I found interesting is when they had the New York WSL event yeah. in the before times. Um, <laughs> the before times that's what I like to call it. Yeah. Um, there was a commentator, and I always forget her name, this woman, and I think she's amazing. And she does a lot of the um, women's surf stuff, like the shortboard stuff, but she was doing the longboard stuff. And the thing is that I thought was really cool is she was saying like, hey, all these people that are in the water now, percentage-wise, they have more college educations and degrees than anyone on the CT and the QS tour. Mm -hmm. And I don't think she meant it in a way that's like snobby. It was yeah. meant in a way that like all of you have a life that feeds into this versus a lot of those QS and CT people, all they have is surfing. Sure. Like like you said, I fight, I do this. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Every one of you has an interesting story to tell. To be honest, yeah. it's not your fucking job to do that. No. Because it's there. It's their job to fucking yeah. show up with like no, I said, it, if they showed up to camera right now, if they showed up to camera right now for two days, for two days, you guys are all here. Exactly. Guys and girls are all here. You could catch so much B-roll that you could edit into a story for everyone I that totally makes a agree. compelling story. Yeah, I totally agree. Do you want? So huh? Did you did you ever see um, Drive to Survive? Do you know what that is? No. Okay, so Drive to Survive is Netflix's F1 show. Okay. Formula oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. You should watch it. 
WSL should watch it. Mm -hmm. They created, without forcing a story, they just, what they did is they'd record B-roll of the whole season. Yeah. They turned that into 10 episodes of storyline that are like, get you so hooked. And I've talked to people, my friend who used Bitch to be- Bitch would be stoked. <laughs> my, my friend who, who was the head of video at WSL, he wa yeah. I was like, just watch this. Just watch three episodes. And he was like, you want to know something? This is the best sports storytelling and it gets me to want to watch the races now. Yeah. And it did it for them. And that's the thing that WSL doesn't understand. Like they think that they could have like a reality show. And it's like, you don't need to have a reality competition show. The reality yeah. is the like is the great story. Like all you guys and girls like have these amazing stories. I do this for work. I do that for work. I'm going to school. I'm a chef. I'm this. I'm like, dude, that's the stuff that people get hooked on. Not like, well, you know, my score is this and I scored this and I have a rivalry with this person. Yeah. That's the thing I think they're missing the point. They don't get that side of it. You yeah. know? So I think like it's interesting because I'd love to hear more about like what was on that call. Um, yeah, it's not Actually, no, I'm sure it was. I'm about. sure it's basically like as I've heard from people who've worked there. They're basically this is the mode. Yeah, we've worked at real companies. We know better than you. We're gonna let you talk, but we're not gonna actually listen. Totally. That's like their whole fucking vibe. That's been their vibe since they've hired people. Like yeah. when they hire people who surf, everybody's told me the same story. They're like, yeah, they listen to us, but they don't do anything with it no, because totally. they wanna they wanna say that they listen, but they're like, nah, we're not really. Well, they they present what they have. And they basically just say, oh, you love this, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like here. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're really into this, yeah? It's yeah. Like, no. No, no. That's no, no. But anyway, on to better times. Make your heats. Exactly. Have some fun. It's going to be fun. Oh, but in terms of storytelling, last yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. The surfer who's got it down yeah. is Wingnut. Yeah, he's good at it. Well, think about it. You love him or hate him. Personally, I love no, him. No, I like, I like him a lot. But um, He's always been nice to me. You know, half the pe I know his real name. Half the people in the world don't, but they do know who Wingnut is. Yeah, and they still know who Wingnut is. No, you, you know? have to. I mean, look, like it's amazing. It's like anything I think in the world. Like you could be like the most talented guitarist. You could be the most talented artist. But unless you're able to like package yourself as a package, totally. you're not going to be successful. And I do feel that like a lot of surfers like do themselves a disservice. I know there's a lot of surfers like I've tried to hook up with branding opportunities and I'm like, hey, it's right in here. Yeah. Like just all you got to do is do the work and they don't do the work. And I'm like, you can't bitch about something that happened for you. So like, yes, you have to create an identity and the ones that do do better, like are going to do better successfully. Yeah. But like at the same token, if WSL is basically throwing it on your guys' laps to do this, you guys, A, live it and are doing it. B, they just have to like, just basically like, hey, like I said, if they would have showed up to this event two days in a row with two cameras, okay, it would have cost the max, it would have cost the max out of Low price. budgeting, but way more. Two feedback. G's a day, two G's a day. Yeah. And that would be a crew of like three people, blah, blah. They would get enough B-roll to edit together storylines for every single potential athlete that's going to be in their contest I totally agree. to get fans to be like yeah. like fuck that guy he's like i'll give you an example not yeah. to shit on you but like like just like giving you an example no 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 but someone might look at it right so no, totally. I think someone might look at it and be like i fucking hate fighting fuck this guy blah 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 or they might see someone else they're like oh they're so arty and lame yeah. like almost the hate is the thing that drives because I, I see how it happened you know wrestling, same thing. Well, like you see it in like real fighting MMA. Like yeah. there's all these boring guys that are really sick that never get title shots. Yeah. And then guys like Connor keep skipping the line because he talks so much shit. Yeah. You know, Covington is winning five fights in a row. He's gonna get, you know, fired from the UFC for being so boring as a wrestler. Yeah. You know. So he does a Kurt Angle, you suck gimmick, and everybody hates him, but everybody knows him. <laughs> but know? it's a no, no, and that's the thing, like WSL does not, I think they're so ignorant of that because they're so stuck in this, 
antiquated concept of what a athlete in a niche sport is. Yeah. Like they're so like, you know, they're, they're, first of all, look, when they bought the thing, I, do you know who David Carson is? Sounds familiar, but I'm so sure. David Carson's like one of the most famous graphic designer, art directors. He's the one who mm -hmm. revitalized Quicksilver in the 90s. Oh, yeah. He's the guy who started Ray Gun. He's like basically like design god. Yeah. Like everybody like wants to hire him kind of thing. Mm -hmm. WSL hired him to do their logo. He was excited because he's actually back in the day in the 70s, he was a pro surfer for Infinity. Mm -hmm. Like low level pro surfer, but he's still, he's 50 something years old, fucking rips. Yeah. Um, short border. So he was excited. He was like, this is going to be awesome, blah, blah, blah. And he showed them a bunch of concepts. And I saw the concepts because he showed them to me. They were good. They were great. They were like, oh, this looks good. Like, this is like saying like, hey, this is what surfing is. And like, this is energetic. And they came back to him. They're like, listen, honestly, like as much as like you think this is cool to him, they said this, we really want this to be like the NFL. So we need a yeah. logo that looks like it. So from day one, before they even started anything, that's just telling you where they were coming yeah. from. They were like, oh, like this needs to be like the NFL. NFL doesn't sell storylines. No, they don't. They, they sell have... scores. Yeah. They sell scores and results. Well, so you just... can't sell scores and results in surfing because it's yeah. really not a sport. It's no. more of a lifestyle and everybody's got something to say. It's a culture. Say. It's a culture. Like, we, yeah. li we live this shit. Like, we fucking exactly. live. Like, come on. How many times do we drive down to the beach when it's shitty out and get in the water? Literally. Like football players don't do shit it's like crazy. that. Like football players aren't gonna be like, We're oh, snowing day, out. Let's like crazy bad day, and then you go surfing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, and then it fixes. Doing something. No, no, it's good. Um, yeah, but we could talk on this for hours. But, oh, for sure. But like, thank you. Have yeah. fun, and then uh, yeah, make it through your heat. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks to everybody who uh, chimed in about the contest. You know, I know it derailed a little bit there with Kai, but I don't think you primarily come here to listen to surf info and scores and that kind of stuff. So I think that was fine. But as a wrap up, you know, I think the event is amazing. I think events like that are amazing. And contests like that are the contests I tend to gravitate towards, to be honest, as both a spectator and um, as just like a, a fan of surfing. Uh, Beth had one of the best things to say when she said, you know, there's knowledge that's being passed down to people at these contests. I don't think you get that same vibe at like, let's say a CT, a QS or WSL contest. These contests are really about not only nurturing the culture that exists, but progressing it by handing down knowledge. A lot of times, a lot of these cultures like surfing and skating, we get very proprietary and we don't want to pass down knowledge. But you could see at this event that it really was generational and people were helping each other out and it was a good vibe and you know you got to support that so if you could get involved with your local surf club uh please do i know i'm a member of the san Onofre surf club i might not ever enter a contest like beth said but my fees go to keeping that park clean and uh you know putting on events and stuff like that uh but also it's a good way to progress your surfing if you get to meet some people in the club and enter some contests for fun and see where it goes but enough of that. I want to get back to the tracks we have at hand. Again, another mix of stuff. And then I'm going to sit down with a crew from Florida to talk about the log jam. Peace.
the day I tried to walk down the street But my feet kept slipping on the pavement I found myself at 90 degrees to the rest of the world It's not much fun, you can take it from me I'm not having too good a time Cause people always offer me Don't think I don't realize that but I'm going round the bend again The last thing I wanna do is see my friends again
Welcome back to Volume 77 of the Bodega Board Crew Podcast. Hope you guys have been enjoying the tracks I've been laying down. Hope you guys like the little interviews we've been doing, everything. But let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew Podcast. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our website, bodegabordercrew.com, where you could support us by buying some stuff, t-shirts, fins, hats. I'm trying to think what else we have. We have a lot of stuff. Mugs, towels, you know, a bunch of stuff. Also, make sure to check out this episode description on your iTunes player or player of choice to see track listings and things that we're talking about. So up next, uh, we talked to uh, the crew over from the Log Jam. The Log Jam is a contest that's happening down in Florida, uh, April 3rd. There's a pre-party April 2nd. Uh, really excited to be part of it. Again, it's a fun local contest that came from a really small place and that's really bringing together this surf community so without further ado here's the boys and uh they'll let you in on what's going on there so i'm here with uh the guys behind the log jam uh why don't you guys introduce yourself 
Hey, what's up? I'm uh, Evan Oriana um, down here in Delray Beach, Florida. Yeah, this is uh, Carl Serrano from uh, Jupiter, Florida. And so how, um, when did the log jam originally start? Like when was the first year of it? Oh boy, it was, um, I want to say it's, this, is the, this is the 10th 14? annual, but we haven't had it for the last two years. Yeah, like so, right. Yeah, so it's been, it's been a while, man. Um, uh, I want to say, what has that been? It's uh, 2000 and, uh, 2010, 2009. Okay. Um, and what made you guys, like, what, why'd you guys do the first one? Like, what was the reasoning behind it? Uh, so I actually, I actually wasn't living, I don't know if I wasn't living here just yet, but when they had started it, actually, it was much smaller scale. What it really came down to was uh, two friends of ours uh, who are local business owners here in Jupiter, uh, um, John Sullivan and um, Matt Kaher put together kind of like just a beach party. They just kind of wanted to have a beer can contest and just have the kids involved in the community and they just love surfing and just thought, hey, let's just throw it down. You know, they uh, they they both um, are part of a local restaurant here and just got a bunch of beer sponsors kind of just, hey, you know, just show up, have fun, throw some money down and just kind of fund the contest itself and, and uh, your friends are the judges and you know, it was kind of oh. funny. They had like a waiver. It just said, you know, don't don't whine and bitch if you lose. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, everyone has a good day. That's awesome. So it's probably so probably the first one was like around 2010 or something like that, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have to convert, but yeah, it was like 2010, something like that. No, I mean, a lot of times when these things first start, like nobody remembers. They're like, oh, I think it was on yeah. that Saturday, <laughs> and it's like we don't have any proof of it. Blah blah. Um, how many people, um, like, if you were to say, like, how many people came down? Like, was it all, all like that first year you had it? Was it all local people? Were there people from other places coming? Or in uh, its earlier stages, um, it probably was just a couple local people. Yeah, they all have kids and stuff, so it was really like them their young kids coming down a couple of homies and and it was pretty small scale for the uh, for the most part i know um like jensen callaway is another kid he's been out uh professional surfing here in jupiter he, he would join it a couple other guys um but uh yeah it's just kind of gr dramatically grown as far as connecting with surf shops like blue line and other you know neighboring surf shops and everyone just kind of came out and, it's, and over the years now it's i mean it's like 40 people, 50 people at this point coming in, which is pretty good turnout for something that's just kind of like handing out a couple flyers to like a local surf shop, you know? No, no, I mean, that's a, that's a good yeah. turnout. I mean, I, I'm so like why I got involved with you guys and, and I, I love these, like, I love these kind of smaller events. I think they're really important for like surf culture locally, um, especially in locations that don't get any kind of shine at all. So like you guys, you know, you're not getting the shined up, you know, we, we sometimes take for granted like, having Sano and Malibu and Rincon in our backyard, we're kind of like, we expect this is the attention that the world gets, you know? And then it's like, it's nice to see these little kind of pockets, especially what's happening in the Florida longboard scene over the last, I'd say like 10, 15 years, um, it's gotten really big and stuff. Um, and I know with what you guys do, what's great is that you have so much of your like local community involved. So like this year, you know, um, the 10th time you're doing it, um, you know, um, what has the uh, sign up like, ha like, have you had a lot of people have interest in the event? Like, how's it been? So actually, we uh, just opened up the online sign up for just like locals and people who are getting a little hype for it. We got about, I'd say we can fill up about three heats already. That's uh, it's coming in and 
a lot from just the local crew and we have a few from the northern part of Florida and the Jacksonville area coming down. So I'm excited. We got a few of the women's too signed up already. Oh, good. Um, yeah, it's always, it's always, you know, in Florida, you're never sure what the wave situation, the sign up can be like, but it's nice to see people starting to take an interest to get in this and just bring back what the contest always was, you know? Yeah, and it just seems like it's it's fun. Who are some of the business, local businesses that are helping you guys out? I mean, we got um, probably our like the main ones, uh, Guanabana's uh, Blue Line uh, Surf and Paddle, Paddle and Surf, um, Modern Juice Company, local surf shop, Crowd Control Surf. Uh, we have a great rep down here for Vans and Puka, and they're just hooking it up for the competitors. Oh, great. It's just, we get a lot of just people who have a stake in the local community too because that's what this kind of contest always been. It's just been the locals coming out just to have a beach day and surf and scoof around. Yeah. Um, and uh, the divisions you have, what are the divisions again? Because I forgot. We did um, <clears throat> men's, women's and groms. Oh, cool. And so it's Yeah, basically... so we kept it pretty, uh, pretty straightforward for the most part. <laughs> No, no, I mean, you don't want it to be like age groups and all this stuff. It starts getting like, like, then it's like, oh, Jesus. It's like- The logistics start to become a little, yeah, a nightmare. <laughs> no, and then it's like, you could wind up having a heat that there's like two people and it's like, guess what? What are you just gonna get second place? Like, you know, yeah. it's, like, it's like, all right. I, I've seen those kind of smaller contests where they do that. And I'm like, you shouldn't have done this. Like, this is just like a waste. Like, it's just like, you have like two people surfing the heat. Um, now, You've obviously, you guys have heard, I mean, it, what's going on through competitive surfing. There's there's different types of competitive surfing, obviously when it comes to longboarding. You know, there's the, the, the events like you guys do. There's, um, you know, I would say the step up is maybe the California Coalition event. Um, then above that is kind of like what Joel does with the duct tape. And then for a little while there was that relic and now we have the WSL, um, which obviously there's a lot of controversy going on with like what happened with the WSL. like. Tour, not tour. I mean, you have to have multiple spots <laughs> to have it for. That's usually how it works, um, kind of thing. Uh, one of the discussions that's come about, and, and and one of the things that I've initiated with Joel as well is, you know, using your guys' events as kind of a qualifier in a way. Do you see that being like a realistic thing for like small events like you guys to somehow be in charge of some kind of point system that you could hand over to them? I mean, if there was like a unified system of like scoring i think that could definitely work we kind of you know i find a lot of different contests are kind of different in the way they judge the score some a little more serious some a little more relaxed right um i think that'd be cool if they could come out with some general criteria for everyone to kind of uh, follow along with it'd be an interesting way to bring the communities into it yeah, I mean, it's it's one of see, it's like one of the arguments we're trying to make with the WSL is like basically say like, okay, I get it, this costs money and stuff, but if there's people like you guys like doing events, like, what's the big deal of them like sending you guys a judging handbook, having a Zoom call, and then sending you guys like let's say a couple of G's just to kind of be like, hey, we're gonna make it worth your while and be a sponsor on it. So we're trying to like now, you know, I've somehow gotten roped into this bullshit. Um, <laughs> I mean, I wrote myself into it probably, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's been a thing where it's like, we're trying to like figure out how we can reach out to like the community, like as yourself, like, you know, long borders and like people holding contests and stuff. Like, how do we take it to that next level? Um, what is the thing that like, as you guys start are doing these grassroots contests, what are the things that you need the most to support and build it? 
Like if you had to give a call out to the public and be like, hey, this, this is what we need to help us, what would that be? Um, I think when it really came down to it, I know it's kind of weird. Uh, like, I mean, it sounds uh, um, redundant to say is is m of money. Honestly, I think like a little bit of what we started into this. When I got it passed on from Matt and Sully, and they called me and said, "Hey, like, you know, I, you're you know pretty involved in the longboard scene here. I think you'd be a good face for it. You carried on for you know, I, I'm engaged a lot with the community, uh, and so they." We're like, hey, I think you'd be a great person to just kind of pass this on because they were really busy with their businesses uh, as they kind of get out of COVID and everything and, and just kind of ramping things up again with season here in Florida. So when I took it on, um, I just started actually a new job pretty recently in uh, medical sales. I'm in the crawling state with hardly any income coming in. So uh, I was like, all right, well, I have no money to really put into this. Yeah. And they said, don't worry, man, like we got you. Whatever we can do as far as what we currently have, you know, they have the restaurant backing them. So the beer and all that stuff's kind of taken care of. And then it just kind of came down to, okay, well, you know, we want to do a pre-party. So you got to kind of pay that, you know, a musician yeah. offer if you want to get uh, a generator. Um, you know, Sully said one time, he's like, man, you know, forever, I've always wanted to get contest t-shirts. We never even had contest t-shirts or anything. Oh, okay. So I went to Blue Line and they said, hey man, uh, it's our marketing budget. We'll send you 80 t-shirts, give us a, a logo, which Evan has made a really awesome logo for it, which yeah. is the what you've seen in our poster uh so you know it kind of turned into this thing where you know you start realizing and, and that was all things for Sully and Matt when they when we first sat they talked to me about designing this they said you know man really what it was is we just put our own money into it and whatever we got from the from uh the the registration coming back it just fell back into whatever we spent and then the rest of it that we had left over just kind of got in an envelope and we sat for next year. And then we just built up off of that. So, I mean, naturally, if you, as you're saying, it going into a more, uh, uh, ramping it up to more professional contest level and actually passing points. And now you're talking about cash prizes, something that we really aren't sure if we were going to have. And that, you know, I mean, all this stuff was kind of more like that bigger picture stuff to really open up the doors to what a professional level and points and stuff. I think that would, I think the bigger you get money is definitely where it's going to come down to, can you make it and ramp it up permits, you know, things like that. So, yeah. Cause I mean, like the, per that's the thing that people <clears throat> don't realize is like the permitting for like, even like a small event, like you have to go, I mean, the oh, yeah. you have to get the permit. It's like, they're all right. They're going to close the section off of the beach. It's usually on a weekend. Okay, so that's people can't go in the water there. So like that, that local community that's in charge of the beach, whatever municipality it is, has to eat that shit, if you will. And so like there's money involved there. You know, I we were talking about it, how like if you want to get a permit at Malibu for one day, it's $40,000. Oh, what a relic, dude. They did two days or something, or a couple days, right? Like, they, they blocked out like, I think it was like six days. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, so, oh my God. Dude, so look, that's great. just a permit, right? So that's the permit, right? And think of that and prize then, purse they had. That was insane. And then that prize purse, and then you're See, paying that's, but that's what I mean, to make it like that. That's that's intense, man. Yeah, I mean, I think there's some place like, you know, because I've been supporting events like the Hot Dogger, which is the one that we do, uh, we were doing in the South Bay. And, you know, that runs on the shoestring budget. That's all, it's very similar to what you guys do. It's like local businesses are donating, we get sponsorships. You know, they get their logo on the t-shirt and for the level of sponsorship, they give X amount of money and there's some prize money, you know, kind of, it's not that 
big or anything. Like I remember one year we actually had a Bodega Border Crew team and we won it. And I think the prize money we got was like, it was kind of funny. It was like a glass vase that looked like a boot and it was just filled with like singles. And like, we didn't even know how much money <laughs> it. Like I didn't even count it. Like I basically gave it to the people on the team. I was like, you guys just take this and go drink. Like I'm going home. I don't even know what's in it. But I mean, to that extent, it's still just kind of cool. Like I think, I think the thing is like, when, the, when you talk about the money thing, because I just came back from talking to a lot of competitors, for a lot of people, surfers, it basically comes down to this. A lot of people who are in this surf world that we're in, like you said, you have a full-time job. I have all, all three of us on this on this call interview have a full-time job, right? Yeah. All the surfers have full-time jobs. So if you expect someone to say spend, okay, they have to go from Florida to let's say even California. So they got to get a flight. So they got to, there's a contest. So they got to pay for the flight. They have to pay for some place to stay. They have to pay for the entry fee, right? So you're talking about those three pieces of money. <laughs> On top of that, that person mostly works, most likely works. So those days that they're away, they actually even lose money because they're not working, right? And so like, then you're saying like, okay, well, the prize money is only X. So a lot of surfers, I mean, you can't blame them for thinking this way. They have to do the math in their head. And they're like, look, if I realistically don't think I could even make it out of the second round and I know I can't even make the prize money, why am I going to show up? You know? And so I think that's where like a lot of like the finance difficulty comes. This is what's the beauty of like why we're recommending that events like yours become qualifiers is because it gives an opportunity for like say someone in Florida, for them to drive up or down the coast to go to your contest is not a big money binge. They could probably stay at home and just wake up early or like rent a hotel room for the night to stay, whatever it may be. It's not going to be that much money. So they're not making a huge investment. And then they also know if they can, like, let's say if they win your contest, it gives them the yeah. kind of confidence that are like, oh shit, maybe like I have a chance. Like maybe it is worth it for me to go kind of thing. So that's why I brought it up. Just kind of like to put it out there. Kind of like, it's something that like, I'm, I'm a big proponent of, look, I, 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 wish in a perfect world that contests like you guys do that are more kind of like grassroots festival-y contests were kind of what the norm was. But the reality of the situation is if someone's going to do it on a large money level, like the Relic did at one point, like the WSL is going to do it, then let's at least make it equitable where someone from your backyard has a chance to go, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think uh, I was, I was going to say like when you were talking about just the ease of entering the contest, for me, the log jam was one of the first contests I ever entered back in, I think, 2014. I remember I just never wanted to travel. I never wanted to go anywhere to go like up coast or even out of state. And this was just a local contest. They made it easy to do. And, you know, it was just, it, it's a great way. You're right to bring like the community into it just yeah. for them to be more accessible. Yeah. And it's, it's hard. I mean, the, the thing is, I also like the thing that I love about the smaller contest too is that there's often these like local rippers that nobody knows about they like they're in their own community most people don't even know about them right kind of thing like it's someone who's like they sneak in their sessions early in the morning or some random time at some like random spot i mean as much as we have surf camps everywhere there's still random spots people like even on the california coast there's like people that like nobody knows about and they might get this kind of shine where they go to this contest. They're like, oh, this looks like fun. Let me see what happens. And then people are like, who the fuck is this? Like, this is kind of cool. Those um, are the best though. I love that about, you know, I mean, there's plenty of it, I'm sure in California and shortboard, longboard, however you look at it. But when you do have that one kid who, maybe you don't even see him at contests. Maybe he's just a kid who just loves to freaking surf. And 
you see that kid at the beach? And you're like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty that, of those out there for sure. You know? I was going to ask you guys, like over the years that you guys have done it, who were some of the surprise people that have shown up? Like if there's someone who like showed up and you're like, oh, I didn't think they'd come here. I, you know, I don't know if like, cause we, it was very local. It was a very local contest. We didn't do, uh, the original organizers didn't do too much you know, social media advertising was much more word of mouth, hitting up the little flyers. Um, I don't know if we ever really attracted any of the, the longboard names you see today. And Probably not as big outside of South Florida, to be honest. I yeah. mean, like, so that's what, like, Evan kind of, yeah, it's like our South Florida crew, a lot of guys from probably, like, just lower Treasure Coast, Martin County, to, like, where I'm at in Jupiter. Okay. All the way down to, like, the guys down in uh Lauderdale, Pompano, you know, almost to Miami. Like we go to events and you kind of see the same crew and that's like our little lawnmower community. And then, but then you have ones like uh, Singleton Showdown, you're going to buy Ohana that's up in uh, Stewart, not too far, like 25 minutes from me. Right. Um, they get, you know, a lot of guys who start coming in and Singleton has really developed like a really great following. A lot of people from all over the state, some people probably out of state even come down for it. Funny enough, a lot of the time, whether it's our our uh, <laughs> contest or theirs, it's like two foot, maybe less. You know, oh, Florida like, curse. Kind of going, all right, we might have to paddle out some people and see if we can catch them. But but it, it just generated this huge following. You know, um, log jam. I think over time it's gotten bigger. So I think, like you know, I think this year with with uh, Evan helping, uh, you know, us teaming up so much, I feel like it's given it more of a boost in in. And even just doing like we like this, you know, I think it's generated so much more under the, you know, we've, we've um, people have noticed a lot more that I feel like we'll gain a, more interest and in people be like, oh shit, look at these guys, you know, I never heard about this. And I think now it'll grow a lot more as we continue doing it. So we got uh, some of, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, we got some of the North Florida crew already signed up and coming down. Your buddy Trent and uh, oh, good. They're, yeah. they're all yeah, yeah. We got dark seas not missing it. <laughs> dark seas crew, like they're fucking <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're all rolling out. I, yeah. I, 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 I love Trent. Trent's like like a brother to me. Like he was definitely like the the first time I met him. Like we really connected and like I miss him, miss him and his wife dearly. And we're actually, I think we're gonna come out, my wife and I, um, in I think June. Up in uh, Jacksonville, yeah. Okay, nice. We'll have to come up. Yeah. My girlfriend and I go up to like you and she went to UNF, so we're up so in you, Jacksonville you, quite a bit. Yeah, so we're Jack Strip, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but in in closing, I wanted to ask you guys, like, give me the like the nitty gritty, like dates, times, like what's going on, and all that stuff, so like everybody knows uh, where where they need to check this out and where they need to go. Yeah. So uh, the. The 10th annual Jupiter Log Jam, we're gonna have it um, somewhere in Jupiter Beach. Um, the main area is very accessible. We're kind of waiting for the week of to do the best forecast as far as the sandbar. But um, April 2nd, pre-party at Guanabana's 8 p.m. We got an awesome local musician, surfer, Brett Saska playing with some other music and things. Um, I'm gonna show movies with the Delray Surf Club and just oh, cool. uh, do a bunch of stuff. And then April 3rd, um, starting at 8 a.m. for registration, we're gonna run this contest. Um, somewhere in Jupiter, you know, the competitors will be let known. We'll make a few more announcements beforehand, but it's definitely gonna be a fun time. Awesome. Yeah, so come on out. <laughs> so where, um, what's the in Instagram handle that so everybody knows? 
the uh, so we're posting it on the Delray Surf Club. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, you can so find at, that at Delray Surf Club at delray.surf.club. Okay, perfect. Everybody should check it out. Check out the event if you're in Florida. Make sure to go down and um, yeah, support your local um, surf events. Thanks so much for um, sitting down with us, and uh, yeah, we'll check you guys out soon. I want to thank Carl and Evan for sitting down with us and chatting, also for including us in the contest. I try to do whatever I can as a brand to support contests. We were a big supporter of the Hot Dogger when it was around, hopefully we'll be back soon. And I try to support any of these little contests and events because I think it's important for brands to really just give a little bit, you know, and especially if it's going to be these events that are smaller, uh, those dollars and whatever you donate go a much longer way so call out to all you little brands out there like look send a box of t-shirts it doesn't hurt it doesn't cost that much you know and it it helps build up these contests but make sure you go check out the contest if you're in the area there's a pre-party april 2nd and the contest itself will be april 3rd the location is to be determined so make sure you uh pay attention to the delray surf club uh instagram account and yeah check it out but that's it for this episode. This episode's a little shorter because we're getting back to it, stacking some interviews that I hope to have in the next couple of weeks. But the big thing is we're going to be down in Mexico. That's right, for the duct tape, the Vans duct tape. I'm so excited because, you know, obviously a lot of events have been canceled and moved around and all that stuff because of the pandemic. And the last big event I really went to that I was a part of was the duct tape in 2019 in Rockaway and it was so much fun and we were looking forward to where it was going to go and you know the world stopped and now we're getting to I hate using the term the new normal but it is and it's going to be great to be part of that so Worm and I will be down there doing interviews streaming from there doing a bunch of stuff we're still trying to figure out what that all is but stay tuned to our Instagram account and in general I just want everybody out there to have a good time Go out there, surf with your friends, make some new friends, you know, smile, say hi to each other, and hopefully we all have a good time. So, yeah, hope to see you out in the lineup. Until next time, peace.
is another great fan of me.